Oh my gosh, welcome to the Footy Museum and the Footy Museum Podcast. I am Justin Witte. I am co-director of the Footy Museum and I am suffering from football overload. Co-director Maria Van Dyken Lee, how are you dealing with this glut? Call an ambulance. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. we have Champions League, we have Europa League, we have the Premier League, we have all the leagues in Europe. And this week we started soccer. Major League Soccer, soccer. is back. All right. Boop, boop, boop. Here it is. That's right. Did you watch any games? I did. I, I did watch some games. I watched two games. Can you guess which games I watched? <sighs> did you watch? Well, you watched the fire game. I did we'll watch the We'll talk about that game. in a second. What was the other game you watched? The Inner Miami Real Salt Lake game. Ah, yeah. That was, the, that was, they snuck that in on the Wednesday before. Why did they do that? I don't know. I think it's it, it is internationally expected that the third worst team in the league uh-huh. kicks off your season. Oh. And what did you think of the Miami game? I the first half was all right for yeah. me. My, yeah. Miami won 2-0 against Real Real Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Um and there were some messy moments where yeah. we kind of glided through defense. I think I think the first half, all of those retirees had so much more energy is what it was. Uh, I think the game was epitomized to me by when Suarez came off in the second half and he could hardly walk. <laughs> he was like, oh! <laughs> he looked like he was in so much pain. <laughs> and the other thing I noticed, even in the first half, is they're very slow. Mm. Like you could get in behind them pretty easily. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It was yeah. not as not as good a football as the other games I saw. No, I so agree. Columbus, uh, who uh, properly opened the season uh, against Atlanta, they looked like they were picking up right where they left off. Mm. I also shout out to the Columbus crew um, social media team. They leaned into the Charlie Brown thing for they, Christmas. Yeah, they did they a happy happened. birthday. That's very nice. Charlie Brown, happy, happy Merry birthday. Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Um, LAFC Seattle was pretty good. That game was interesting because I was watching towards the end and I swore out of the top corner of the stadium in LA was a space shuttle peeking through. Really? A vertical space shuttle. And in fact, they are one of the cities that were gifted one of the space shuttles when they retired them from the space program. And it must be being erected near the stadium because all of a sudden part of the skyline out one view is a full-on <laughs> space shuttle. LA gets okay. all the nice things. That's interesting. There were lots of great TIFOs. There was uh, great atmospheres, I thought, like loud atmospheres. You know, you get used to these English uh, Premier League games, which are very top quality, not going to argue that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the tensions are high and people are very British and they're not the most like, kind of energetic uh, events, yeah. not like a good Midwestern drunk stadium. We love a good Midwestern drunk stadium. Yes, there's nothing like a Midwestern <laughs> drunk stadium. It is the epitome of culture. That's right. Well, one thing that's nice is an East Coast drunk stadium because that's where the uh, Chicago Fire were, and the fans may have been drunk, but the players were also drunk because this game was crazy. So nuts. Two goals called back for offsides by the replacement MLS refs. Mm-hmm. Young Brian Gutierrez of the fire kicking things off with a golazo. Goody's booties. Oh, from outside the box. Just, no, oh, I just, oh, it was yeah. amazing. I just screamed so much with so much <laughs> enjoyment. I couldn't believe it. Why do I care about this team so much? And they really held their own against um, a very perennially good mm-hmm. um, 
union team, whose kits, by the way, did totally look like tire tracks. It did look. It did. I do like the colors of the, like the gold and blue, but it definitely yeah. looks like they got run over by a bicycle. Yeah, not like great. a motorcycle or something. Um, the fire looked much better. A lot of their pieces. Unfortunately, one of those pieces <sighs> they brought in. Andrew Gutman out within the first two minutes, which I have not read yet what it is, but he knew right away yeah, it was something horrible. Yeah, he hit horrible. the ground just. And he was, he was broken up. Um, that was hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, Costa came off in the second half. I thought he was really important in mm-hmm. kind of not only controlling the game. He was really vital, I think, in their second goal. Um, but also, you could see his leadership on the field. Even some of the dark arts, like slowing things down. Mm. The defense is still looked a little shaky. Those, little those last few corner kicks. It's <laughs> Getting a, a little nervous. I turned to Jeremy and I was like, Jeremy, I'm feeling my Leeds TSD. Like <laughs> just when they were playing with totally open defense and the sh- the fire like have done the same thing in the past. And I haven't felt that feeling in a while. Then it came back and I was like, oh, oh, Leeds TSD. Um, do you think, um, do you think all these, this new blood, especially Kuiper's coming on, uh, for the fire kind of kicked Shakiri in the butt a little bit? You know, he, Shakiri did play well. Um, he was even playing a little bit of defense. Um, he had some great balls forward. I think that it takes a little pressure off. Um, also maybe he's getting used to the league. I, I think that he, any professional's level must not like getting the criticism that he's received. Uh-huh. Um, and he's not the st- only star in the show anymore. Um, so I think, I think it perhaps, but he has more, uh, there's more parts around him. So I was looking at like the fire's bench. A lot of the people on the bench this year for the fire were regular starters last year. Yeah. So I think the depth's going to be really good as well, but it was a fun, it was just a fun, uh, a fun game to watch. Just that one, bonkers. Like shout out goal? to my wife, Olivia, who I watched it with. <laughs> who I love watching games with her because she, it's like she immediately, she doesn't know like, okay, okay, what's the stakes? What's the game? What team are we rooting for? And then it's just like, burn it to the ground, (laughs) screaming, yelling. Um, Obviously she knows the fire, but we, uh, we were yelling quite a bit at this (laughs) this game. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I interrupted. Oh, I was just saying that second goal. Oh, where ping, 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 and then made its way in. That was the, we were like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was bouncing around. But again, Guti also very responsible because it came to his feet right in front of goal. Instead of trying to blast one through a bunch of bodies, he smartly yeah. just taps it over and Fabian Herbers uh, controls it. Puts it in. And at that point, it's like the 86th minute or something yeah, like that. It so it's like game over. But, you know, nine minutes of. Nine, extra yeah, there's still so much time to play. <laughs> oh. And, and they were dodging bullets mm-hmm. left and right. But. Oh, a tie. I feel so. Tie. A tie against Philly to start Pretty the season good. off. Pretty yeah. good. Not bad. They have at all. their season opener next week. I'm going to miss the season opener because my daughter premieres. Her high school show of Mean Girls. When you know you can't miss out on no, that. No, Mean Girls uh, is so nice. But I'm excited to watch it nonetheless. One thing I was also very proud of is uh, I think the ethos of the two teams perhaps were summed up at the two sideline coaches. Jim Curtin on the right, um, hair meticulously combed forward and over, <laughs> was wearing a very um, rigidly erected collar up, maybe Prada jacket, um, looking very stylish and aware of himself. Where lovely old Frank Klopas, <laughs> just give me some warm stuff from the fire store and send me out to the field. 
Maybe his luggage got lost and they had to give him a warm-up I love it, man. He's also on the sideline with like the actual manual magnetic um, strategy board. He doesn't use iPads or anything. (laughs) Chicago classic. Um, Other other areas in MLS, like I said, there was a lot of good fan engagement, but not so much in D.C. Hmm. D.C. did win. Christian Benteke had a a, a, a hat trick uh, and they won their game. But there was no TIFOs because the D.C. United supporter groups are protesting the first games of the year because of the club's preseason games in Saudi Arabia. Mm. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And I, I think it's good that MLS teams are starting to, their supporter groups are starting to speak out. We saw a few... Save the cup banners. Sons of mm-hmm. Ben, the Philly game, said we want the cup. I'm assuming that didn't mean MLS Cup because everyone wants that. Yeah. We think we know that means the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting to see. And in the um, Columbus game, which <laughs> was revelatory, absolutely revelatory. And again, we have these replacement refs in MLS who are who are really crossing picket lines mm-hmm. for the actual refs, which is not necessarily cool at all. There were a few moments where they felt it felt a little nervy, and it seems like the MLS um, playbook for this is going to be let everything go, and VAR will tell you if you have to change anything. <laughs> so I think there was there was a number of VAR cars that ultimately were right, you know, but the process uh-huh. was a little slow. And in the Columbus Atlanta game, there was a um, they're reviewing a goal, and I felt I felt bad for this replacement ref because. Columbus has their VAR <laughs> review of video screen like two inches from some of like the high end um, ticket seats. And these very drunk ladies <laughs> were just all up in his face. That woman has a camera, her phone, like probably like 13 inches from his face. Yeah. They're just saying stuff, drinking their, uh, what are those, nooners are just, like, or whatever white they claws? are. Oh my gosh. It just looked like <laughs> a very tense situation. Yeah. I so. mean, I, VAR st- still takes skill. Do these replacement refs normally ref in leagues that have VAR? Uh, some of them do. I don't know the extent of all of them. Some of them don't. Some of them are coming from lower leagues where they don't have it. But the thing with VAR is the way it goes is when something's reviewed, the booth is supposed to highlight and point things out to the ref. Mm-hmm. And the ref on the field has the ultimate call. Yeah. My sense in the current situation the VI rules are you will go to the screen. We will tell you what the call is. You will go officiate the call, yeah. which is fair, which is fair because that's a lot. But also supposedly this was going to be the season where refs were mic'd up. And would explain. Like, would explain it. And these scab refs were having no, none of uh, that. None of that was going on. Too far. Oh, my gosh. Um, also going on just today, Liverpool uh, secured the most prestigious cup in all of English football, the Carabao Cup, the Carabao Drink Company Cup, mm-hmm. just fantastic. It was a um, long and double, two extra periods where uh, Virgil van Dyke won it on a header at the death. My cousin Virgil. Chelsea. Yeah, our cousin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Why did he drop the the in? Well, it's, the... it's non-plural, so I guess he just... He spells it with a J too. Is that an homage to me or... I guess so. It's because I, J is Y. It's the same letter. I love the Carabao <laughs> Cup because when you ask yourself, what if Liga MX could design 
the Premier League. What would it look like? It oh, would I look had... like the Carabao Cup. I got so distracted by, by those ads. <laughs> by the giant, empty, wounded soldiers on each side of the goal, as seen here right after oh. Cousin Virgil's winning goal. Um, <laughs> I love it. it. Not only the branding on the field, but the patches, very uh, Liga MX to me because no consideration of the kits or the field. And I love the aerial views more of these kind of pop-up <laughs> graphics. They're just like totally <laughs> distorted. Um, but it was a great, it was actually a good game, a long game. And I think that Klopp and company um, may pull off what's being called the uh, Klopp Truple. The Klopp Truple. <laughs> Is that what it's being called? That's what it's being called. That's great. The club triple. And what was especially remarkable is he played his young players. There were three teenagers on the really? field for Liverpool and they managed to win. And I just, you know, if only Chelsea had some money to back a team, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, poor Pochettino. Have, have you, did you see him? The man, do you remember him when he, when he coached Tottenham, he was kind of like the younger energetic, you know, not gorgeous, but like kind of cute spry. He just, He's put on a lot of weight. He looks, <laughs> he's gone through the Chelsea ringer. Oh, oh man, poor guy. Well, <laughs> and this was, this was their chance. Um, I was hoping that uh, Leeds can pull off the same victory against Chelsea in the FA Cup oh, coming up. I think they will. Yeah. I think, I don't even think it'll be that close because <laughs> they won't play their third string. Um, and because, uh, because of the break for Liverpool to play that game, they did not play this weekend. Um, so the things got tighter at the top where Arsenal easily won once again. And I, you know, I share this picture because it's putting these together, these slides, sometimes you can't quite find the right picture. And, you, and you're like, maybe AI can maybe help. Maybe AI can help. And, um, and what they produced when I said, you know, show, I wanted to have an image of like the three emblems of the teams, the top teams of the EPL kind of fighting. One, they won't show fighting. So they showed them oh, dancing. Okay. Uh, two like I, I believe two of them are wearing Liverpool uh, jerseys, and and the and they don't really quite have the mascots quite right <laughs> on any of them. Um, that dinosaur but has I, two I decided tails? to I decided to include it because this is kind of where my brain was with soccer this morning. There was a lot going on. It didn't quite fit together. There were things that vaguely made sense. Different leagues, different scores, different competitions, and it kind of merged into some sort of picture. So I, I do think in this case, this was an appropriate picture to highlight my understanding of the world this weekend. Um, but we already talked about one of the, the main teams of the Footy Museum had a great weekend, but the other two are also rolling as well. Leeds United this past Friday. Oh my gosh. Pivotal victory this against Leicester. This was the most important game of the championship this mm-hmm. season. Yeah, Leicester, who's been running away with the season, finally Ooh, got their in a row. butts handed to them by Leeds United. And now Leeds is in, within six points in the table. It was incredible. And how many in a row now? Is it six nine? in a row? Nine in a row, nine, nine? straight. Yeah, nine straight that's victories. That's got my six upside down, sorry. Yeah, you yeah. Had, that's because your brain is scrambled That's because that last picture yeah. is still haunting me. <laughs> haunting me. So that's nine victories in a row. Um, I I always love watching Faze on Lester because one, his hair is like really bouncy and you can see him moving across the field. Um, it's just like fun to watch. And two, he's just always scoring own goals 
uh, yeah, he's that just benefit, a master of <laughs> that benefit my side. So I, I he, just, he's a joy to watch. He, oh, oh geez. He owns own goals. Uh-huh, he does. He scored, tw- he scored the first two goals of the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if it's the first two, but he is fun to watch. Um, but that game had me on my feet, just like the fire game did. Oh, oh my gosh. My we could very so well see them back next year. And the way my brain's working, that means that they will probably be playing the fire, right? <laughs> next season. I would love to see that. Um, and PSV keeps rolling on, have yet to lose. They just blew out the competition this weekend, seven to one, featuring three U.S. internationals, uh, Ricardo Pepe, Sergio Dest, and uh, Malik Tillman. Um, they also tied Dortmund last week in the champion uh, Champions League. So, you know, if you want to win, the, the, the footy museum's for winners. It is. We only follow winners. And we only cover histories that win, like all historians. You only cover the, the history that wins. <laughs> That's not true because all these teams have suffered in the past, but it, it's so great to enjoy. And I want to end with a little uh, shout out to the Europa League, uh, which had some great atmospheres this weekend. Probably <laughs> one of the um, most hilarious, it's interesting, very funny. <laughs> was uh, Ligia Warsaw. It's what I, <laughs> I will not try to pronounce Sounds it right in to the me. proper way. Um, they were playing in the Europa League this week. And in the last round, they were charged by Dutch officials for um, unrowdy behavior, including fans attacking a police officer. It is uh, the fan base does not have the best record. That's not really to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. But for this uh, this last week's match, the part of the stand were most of the younger fans of Warsaw and a lot of the supporters usually stand and show their their TIFOs was closed. And before the game, fans dropped this banner and said, this time you won UEFA kind of signaling like, okay, you close us. But then just as the game's about to begin on the other side of the stadium, this TIFO was unfurled with the Lego with the shades on, the Ligia L, where it says surprise, mother lovers, and fireworks going off. And this kind of lit up the internet. I think, I don't condone bad fan behavior, but this is pretty funny. This was a really funny choreographed piece. Yes. Yes. Yes, it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't hurt people. Violence is never. No, violence is never good. And, but the way people talk about this is that Warsaw released an X-rated TIFO <laughs> just because of the one. I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. X-rated implies something right. else, I think. So that's a quick, there's so much going on. And we are preparing to do our second, um, second segment on the history of soccer in Chicago. Uh-huh. So, but we thought we would give a brief, unsolicited and underinformed, just for everyone who's just dying, dying yeah. to hear from this week. So that's it. Any, anything you wanted to add? Give me one second. <laughs> Podcasting, it's all about long pauses and slow okay. reactions. Edit that out. <laughs> no, that's about okay. it. <laughs> all right. That is the story of football. The soccer kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>